Okay, so here, let me admit everybody in. All right, so as we start having people join us, look at that. We've got Kayla's iPhone. We've got Tony with us. Ashley's with us. Uh, who else? We've got all these Tabitha. different people. Wow, look at that. Leticia's Elena. with us. What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. Welcome. Camila, Tony. All right, Love so. It. Yeah, so we're going to start letting everybody kind of pile in. So everybody that just joined, we are joined by Alyssa Carson. She is on your screen, depending on whether you're on a phone or a laptop, it'll be different how you view her. But Alyssa is amazing. She's taking the time today amidst um, her busy schedule. And if you have any questions whatsoever, if you already have a list of questions for Alyssa, there's a chat box right below on the video. And that's where you can enter some questions. That way everyone's not talking at once, but feel free to put any questions you have in there. And we're just gonna chat with Alyssa here as she is uh, joining us live from Louisiana. Yeah, hey everybody. Now Alyssa, I think um, we've talked about you on the show. We had you on the show once before and give everyone just a little overview about how this all be became now to fruition where you are now 19 years old, one of the youngest astronauts in training to go to Mars. Yeah, totally. I mean, just kind of giving, you know, a brief summary, basically, ever since I was little, you know, I've always been interested in becoming an astronaut and, you know, possibly being on a mission to Mars someday, you know, that was kind of like my big aspiration. Um, and so I've continued to work towards that doing as much as I can to get as much experience. Um, so eventually, when I do apply, I can hopefully have a strong resume um, to, uh, you know, be a part of the astronaut selection process. So um, when doing things, I build on my resume. I was interested in doing you know, scuba diving, skydiving, getting my pilot's license. I've also done um, a lot of research now with a research company called Project Possum, um, which has been really amazing. So there we've been able to do microgravity flights, work with spacesuits. We've been able to do um, G-force training, decompression training, uh, water survival, all sorts of crazy intense things that all kind of connect to space in some way. Um, so yeah, I've really just trying to get as much involved in space as possible to actually pursue this pretty crazy dream <laughs> so i have a question if you don't mind so as yeah. a as a parent and as you have other students here and you have uh you know different ages as we meet everybody everybody from ignacia i see you i see kyle kaylee i see uh mckenzie's trying to get in here too what have your parents invested? Like, what can you say? Because we, we've had some contact with your dad and he's so dedicated. He, he's mentoring me and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I mean, kind of like the way, I mean, when I first came and started talking to my dad about wanting to um, go to space and all that, my dad would say, oh, you know, of course you can do whatever you want to do. Um, obviously, he will be working on it now, but kind of just the way my dad views everything that I'm doing is that, you know, he had a pretty exciting life um, on, for his standpoint, you know, he was a freelance videographer. He traveled the world filming, doing something that he was interested in. So he felt like he kind of lived his his you know awesome life and he's just ready now to support me and my dreams and my goals so it's been um really awesome to kind of have that um and you know kind of have that support and also you know just being able to travel with him and do things like that just because you know obviously that just builds our relationship um up as just like father and daughter okay yeah okay. and where are you even Oh, sorry, Obi. No, 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 no. Go, ahead. Go ahead. For all of the kids that are in here, there's a lot of younger kids and we see some parents too, but 
as far as the kids, where do they even begin if they're saying, oh my gosh, I think space is so cool. I kind of am just seeing these astronauts go into space recently. What's a good place to even start educating yourself? Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, so Louisiana isn't necessarily like super big in the space industry. I mean, we have, we've done, you know, our part in contributing, you know, um, down at Mishu has done, you know, a few things and building like the external tank and that thing, but none of that was really open to the public. None of it was super like accessible by the public. So, I mean, when I was younger, I started out by just learning as much as I could. So getting books and videos or, you know, anything that I could really grab from space from either a local library or anything like that. Um, just start educating myself about space. Um, and then I eventually got to go to space camp, which was really amazing and a pretty awesome opportunity for me just because it's where I could just like, just learn it, everything that I wanted to learn. I got to see, you know, life-size rockets, build model rockets, play the part of an astronaut. I was just living my best life practically. Um, and so that really kind of motivated me to want to do more. But really, I would definitely say just starting kind of in your local area first, you know, seeing what materials you can gather. And it all kind of depends on what you're interested in. You know, obviously an astronaut is the end goal, um, but you know, you have to have some sort of career kind of behind that. So let's say you're interested in robotics and want to take more of a robotics route, you know, look for maybe a robotics competition in your local area or build your own robot you know little things like that they can do kind of you know in your in your what's it called city um can actually eventually benefit you in ways down the road that you may not realize well and as you know Alyssa and all you kids out there we're, we're in the perfect spot for you to learn more about that over here by by the Kennedy Space Center and a lot of things happening with space totally I, uh, I love this question here from Leticia. And guys, don't forget to use your chat option if you have any questions. Um, the, this question here that says, do you know of any international online classes or courses we can take that are worthy? I, I love that she says worthy because there could be some things that are just fun and other things that maybe they'll look at at, at your resume as you continue to evolve in your career. Yeah, totally. I mean, there are definitely a few, um, you know, online things. I know, um, I know Chris Hadfield has a master class. So basically, I think it's just under master classes. Basically, it's a whole series. They had, you know, a professional photographer teach about photography, a chef teach about chef, but they have Chris Hadfield, you know, Canadian astronaut teach about all things space um, and different ways to get there. So I would definitely recommend that as like an online thing. Um, so basically, it's just a whole bunch of video lectures that you can uh, look into to. Um, I know that one was uh, pretty recommended to me as well to kind of look into. Um, there was, there's another one that I was just looking at actually. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, so I'm not sure about that one, but I'll see if I remember it as we keep going. But um, that um, one, and then I know that um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've done recently with Project Possum has really, you know, they've started switching more to online. So if you're looking at getting into something, I guess, more serious, possibly eventually in the long run, doing more physical things and uh, Project Possum could be something to look into, um, maybe start out online with some of their classes. Um, but, you know, they have a little selection process and it's not like crazy selective, but I'm just like some of the different um, different areas to look into. So. And I think I want you to talk, we were talking to Alyssa right before we got on here and I want to bring it up again because so everyone can hear, even, even I kind of had a moment where I was like, oh, that's right. You don't just become an astronaut and you're an astronaut for life and that's your only job. So astronauts, the ones that have already been to space, 
they have all had jobs that have prepared them to be an astronaut. So even though you're training to be the youngest astronaut uh, going to Mars, you are also preparing for a career to get you there. Yeah, totally. So sadly, we don't have to where you can just go to school and major in being an astronaut. That's sadly not quite an option yet. Um, so basically, you kind of have to decide what you're interested in doing um, before you can apply. So that's why becoming an astronaut is really so up in the open because there are so many different ways to do it. And it's really all about what you're interested in. You know, you could be you could go into the military, you could be a civilian, you could be a pilot, you could be a scientist, you could study medicine, you could study, you know, know any of the sciences that you basically want to and so um, there are so many options to that so I mean for me I got it more interested in being more of like some sort of research scientist some sort of mission specialist um, so that's why I ended up um, studying astrobiology um, especially looking towards Mars you know with astrobiology my main focus would be you know studying the soil looking for any signs of bacterial life or um, studying the atmosphere on Mars those kinds of things um, and so that's kind of what drew my interest and that's what I end up going down but there definitely are many other ways to eventually get there wow so cool all right let's get to some of these questions so Ash Ashley here has a question about how old you were when you started and then also you published your first book within my universe so you've got somebody here who is a publisher and then the question when did you get started I like both those questions because your start is so early yeah, totally. I mean, I got interested when I was super young. I mean, we guessed somewhere three, four, five, somewhere around that. We weren't really paying much attention um, at the time. We didn't think it'd be important to remember. Um, but yeah, somewhere around that time when I was really young is when we think I kind of got interested in it all. Um, but yeah, basically, that's kind of where my interest first started. The first time I got to go to space camp was when I was seven. Um, so I had to do kind of like a family camp. My dad had to be there with me and things like that. Um, and then all of like the more realistic stuff with Project Possum started when I was 15 so that's when things just kind of like really picked up gears because I was now doing you know real research with um, with you know real scientists and real people who actually work uh, in the industry so that was really cool. Can you describe what space camp is like for those of us that have never been and, and a lot of us that maybe will never go? Yeah, totally. Um, you know, space camp, so basically, typically, it's a week-long um, camp, and you're kind of divided by age, and for the most part, um, but basically, at, during the week, you'll learn all about space and space history, the future of space, that kind of thing, um, but you also do simulated missions, so you get to, like, act out basically the role of an astronaut, so let's say you're a commander, you know, you have to fly the shuttle, or, you know, maybe if you're doing, like, a Mars mission, maybe Maybe, you know, you land on Mars and then you have to go do an EVA and go and walk on Mars or fix a solar panel, you know, depending on your roles. Or you can be a mission control, communicating to the astronauts on the International Space Station. So they basically have all sorts of roles and you get to do multiple missions. Um, typically, you build and launch your own model rocket um, while you're there. And they do have other camps as well. So there's space camp. There's also robotics camp, cyber camp. And then they also have a aviation challenge, which is a more military fighter jet kind of camp so definitely a lot more military style so you learn how to patrol you know 
it's very much in order. You know, beds have to be tucked perfectly every day. You know, they come and check that kind of thing. Um, but basically, they have like fighter jet simulators where um, you learn to fly those and um, crawl in the woods a lot. To be honest, um, a lot of a lot of crawling and just kind of a whole military aspect as well. If you know that's something that you're more interested in. Uh, I have a question about what is so with you being prepared uh, to take this this trip all the way to being prepared for Mars. What are you scared of with Mars? Because I know there's a lot to be excited about, but like, what what would be the the one thing that you're like, eh, okay, that would make me a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of like the I guess dangers of space um, don't necessarily worry me too much uh, anymore. I mean, I feel like at this point, it's honestly just kind of, I guess, numb almost. Like, yeah, there's radiation and space debris and, you know, all these problems. <laughs> well, they've always been there. They'll be there in a year from now. You know, it's not necessarily um, anything we can change. We just continue to build our technologies up to, you know, protect ourselves better and better, um, you know, each time that we continue going to space. And I think at the same time, um, I think that meeting people who work in the space industry has been so helpful because you know you see how passionate they are and so you know I feel you know in general that I'm in pretty good hands in terms of going into the space industry but I mean I definitely think in general the hardest part about the mission to Mars will be you know just in general leaving friends and family and that kind of thing um, as you know it should be and I think you know for me I've been able to almost bring that down to a pretty normal level I, I have like these crazy aspirations but I bring them down to a very normal level you know for example like going away from friends and family I think of that as the same as like being in the military you know they'll go and leave and possibly go to a different country for several months and put in their time away from their friends and family and then come back and I almost see an astronaut um, as you know the same way that is an interesting comparison for sure because you are you are out of reach completely in space and just like a lot of military families may experience so we got a few questions about this and it has to do with NASA. So I know we've talked to you about this specifically that you're not necessarily within a NASA program. So what will it take to kind of for NASA to take you on? What, what gets you to that point? Yeah, totally. So to actually be like a NASA astronaut officially and all that, so you have to go through the selection process, which to actually enter in the selection process, you have to have a master's degree, several years of work experience, which obviously I do not have at this point. Um, only in the second year of college, so quite a few more years to go on that. But basically, um, you know, there are so many other organizations that are involved in space that are not necessarily NASA. Um, so I think, you know, that's pretty important realize that there are a whole lot of opportunities besides NASA. I think we all kind of just jump to NASA, whereas there are a whole lot of other, you know, either subcontractors or other organizations that kind of filter into NASA. Um, and so, you know, there are other things like that. So for example, Project Possum, obviously our research is supported by NASA. We're not necessarily directly affiliated um, with them in a certain way. So um, most of the stuff that I've been able to do has been through Project Possum, which is typically just, um, you know, they have a website that you apply on and basically that's it <laughs> and then you're able to kind of like um contribute to their research and things like that so that's almost like would you would you compare it almost to just because somebody's not a, you know a major league baseball player getting drafted yet because they're not of age they haven't gotten to that point yet that doesn't mean they can't keep working towards that goal to on other levels right 
Right. Totally. So yeah. So basically that's exactly what I've been doing. Just trying to find any way around to kind of build up any sort of skills related to space before actually applying to the selection process, which will be after college. So are, so then you would be like a perfect candidate, right? Like for SpaceX or for anything like Elon's working on any of those characters, like Virgin Atlantic and any of those guys that are, they're trying to be those uh, privateers that are in space. So you would be a perfect candidate for any of those too, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's say, you know, I continued um, pursuing what I'm doing, you know, obviously looked at towards being an astronaut. And once I'm at that point of ready to apply, you know, let's say SpaceX has their own selection process for their own astronauts. You know, I could possibly apply to NASA or possibly apply to SpaceX as well or apply to, you know, any other, you know, or I guess organization or agency looking at going to space. So there's definitely not any restrictions in that nature. Love it. I have to bring this up because Ignacia has been waiting so patiently. Hi, Ignacia, and welcome to the Zoom because she is joining us from Patagonia, Chile. So she is asking if space oh, can kids from other countries. Yeah, totally. So Space Camp is um, obviously so uh, interested and has had kids from all over the world come and visit and do things. So uh, yeah, kids from other countries are more than welcome to come. Um, you know, obviously right now, and uh, you know, right now we're doing so much virtually, but eventually we can probably get you over to Space Camp um, and have that opportunity. Um, so yeah, just about, you know, everything that I've mentioned is something that can totally relate to anyone in another country as well. I love that. I have if a anyone joined, oh, go, oh yeah, go Chloe, back. I was going to tell everyone too, before Chloe's question, just if you have one, don't forget uh, this chat box. That's how you put your questions in here. If you came in uh, after we, we said that. Can you talk about the little, uh, those spacesuits that are in the back and maybe some of those patches and which ones mean the most to you and kind of how you got them? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, this is basically like my space museum. So ever since I was little, we started like collecting stuff related to space and have now um, basically have a whole room dedicated to space. It's just a small obsession. It's fine. Um, but basically, <laughs> these are just a whole bunch of different like outfits and stuff. Um, so most of them are like old flight suits that I've just kind of grown out of. Um, but like the white suit, um, I, it, it looks like a like cool space suit, but that one's a replica because, you know, I would be pretty crazy if I could afford, you know, a real spacesuit in like my living room. But <laughs> the cool part about it is that it does have Buzz Aldrin's signature, which is like what makes it pretty cool. So oh, wow. um, he actually signed it. So that's kind of why it's pretty heavily displayed. But a whole bunch of model rockets and things like that. But honestly, a lot of it has just been stuff collecting over the years, you know, traveling to all the different centers and, and all the places I've gone and getting stuff, honestly, mostly from gift shops, not going to lie. Like most of them are pretty typical stuff but uh, we do have a, uh, a few cool pieces. How did you Very get cool. the autograph? Um, yeah, this is actually from a gift shop as well, not gonna lie. Um, so actually I went to a camp in, um, in Kansas and it was like called Cosmosphere. Um, so basically just another camp that connects to space and uh, whatnot. But anyway, we, um, yeah, we saw this and I was like, what, like they're selling this? Like, who is not buying this? <laughs> got it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I couldn't believe they were like selling his, cause it's the main reason, you know, we knew we had to get it. He, cause 
I don't know if you guys know, but Buzz Aldrin is very finicky a lot of the time about his signature. Um, and so typically, like, he doesn't sign things. He doesn't, like, like, if you were to meet him, most likely he doesn't just, like, go out and just sign a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and so to be able to find his signature, we are like, sold, you know? <laughs> For sure. It's a rarity. Right. Well, this is a fun question that Matt just sent in. He said, of all the NASA visitor centers you visited, which one is your favorite? Yeah, that's an awesome question. You know, I think that um, up in Huntsville, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center holds, you know, a pretty big place in my heart just because of space camp and all. But I mean, as far as like the other centers, I mean, obviously the big ones, you know, Johnson, Kennedy, Huntsville, you know, all kind of like the major ones. I mean, you know, they're the biggest and most developed and have the most things. So I'd probably say, you know, of course, they're probably the best. Um, but, you know, I think there's been definitely some others that are pretty interesting, you know, Intrepid um, up in New York. You know, the museum is like on an aircraft carrier. So that's pretty cool. That was um, a pretty cool, I guess, museum to kind of go through and experience. I know um, Cradle of Aviation. I don't think it's like an official NASA Visitor Center, but Cradle of Aviation in New Jersey. That one was pretty cool. They have they had some of like um some like old actually like nasa or like spacecraft parts that were never used so basically even though there wasn't a apollo 18 you know we stopped after apollo 17 um they had already built most of the components from apollo 18 so honestly it's been really fun to be like at cradle of aviation they had the lunar module that was supposed to be for apollo 18 and then over here at another visitor center they had this component for apollo 18 i said if you just like combine all of these you know we could just go back to the moon they're just scattered across museums across the country so um, that's been something fun to kind of like seek out and find. I'm curious about this one. As a 19 year old, you started very young. So is there anything that like you've learned now through these space camps, through these programs that you've had to be careful of, like when it comes to your behavior or things that you need to stay away from, especially just with so many young kids in here? I'm just curious if there's anything that you've learned or been told. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, in terms of looking at, you know, having the aspiration of being an astronaut, you know, in general, there have been, you know, a lot of things uh, first, just like physically of wanting to stay fit or, you know, eat well in general um, and those kind of things, because obviously I'm not necessarily put on uh, like restriction or anything right now. You know, I'm just kind of living my life at the moment but um you know looking down the road i'm like aware that eventually you know there's going to be a physical that i will have to pass if i want to become an astronaut and you know i want to continue in that way of taking care of my body to ensure that i am able to do that once i get to that point um and so i think you know a lot of the and for a lot of the things it's just been you know in general knowing that this is what i want to do so i want to keep my body and stuff as fit and healthy to be able to get to that point um not necessarily like ruin it or destroy it anyway to um actually you know i wouldn't want that to be the reason that i wasn't able to become an astronaut so yeah does uh does your dad have any advice for you when it comes to the fellas and i asked that <laughs> i ask that as a dad like does your dad tell you all right baby you gotta stay focused stay focused on this <laughs> don't let any of those boys come in like what what, what does dad say 
Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's been honestly really funny with my dad at some points. I remember when I was younger and my dad, sometimes like he'll hold really hard grudges against people. And it's so funny um, because I had one time I had an English teacher and he was an old, like this older man. And obviously he knew what I was doing because I, I would go out and do all sorts of stuff during the school year. Um, and anyway, he was talking to my dad one time and he was like, oh, just wait till she meets boys. Like she'll forget about all this and stuff. And my dad was livid. He was like, no, like, boys will not be, like, ruining all of this. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, my dad is supportive, like, in all aspects of my life and stuff. But he definitely, you know, wants kind of the best for me. You know, my dad's always said, you know, if I decide tomorrow that I want to go be you know, a teacher or whatever else. He's not necessarily going to be like, no, you have to be an astronaut now or anything like that. But um, yeah, no, honestly, it's been really awesome. He just wants to make sure that I'm not necessarily giving up or, you know, giving away my dreams for anything else. You know, I just want to be able to work and do things that I want to do. Um, and however, any other components fit into that life, you know, they fit. You're wise beyond your years. Yes. <laughs> Um, this this question's coming in from Layla. She wants to know how long do astronauts stay in space? Yeah, well, you know, there it kind of depends. You know, different astronauts um, stay in space for a different amount of time depending on their mission. Um, so typically, right now, astronauts go up to the International Space Station for about six months. So that's the typical length of a mission. Um, you know, for example, like with the recent SpaceX launch, they're looking at being up there, I think, three, four months. Um, I think right now is what they're looking at um, for their time. It's, it's really funny because, like, they didn't even know how long they were going up when they went up. You know, they were like, you'll be up there one, maybe four months you know that kind of time frame so it kind of changes sometimes um you'll eventually be brought back home they're not like going to leave you up there forever or anything but um it kind of like i said depends on the mission you know scott kelly he did a year in space but that was his mission that was the point of his mission um he has a twin astronaut um yeah so they're twins and they're both astronauts and so basically they had one of them who stayed up on the international space station for a year and another one that stayed on earth for a year and they basically compared them um to be able to really understand what all happens to the body in space so there are different lengths missions depending on the goal and um the different research that wants to be done with it okay so i have a question here okay so until the big day that you get called for a mission what are you doing right now to make money what are you doing right now to pay the bills, to put gas in the in the tank of the car? What are you doing? Yeah, well, you know, typically, um, I guess like larger speaking engagements or things like that is kind of how um, I support most of my aspirations, to be honest. So, um, for example, like all the things with Possum, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily doing them all the time. Basically, if, you know, enough stuff comes in and I'm able and it works out time wise, then I'm able to like do that. Um, but for the most part, it is kind of larger speaking engagements um, or any sort of, I guess, collaboration that I can do to you know bring in something um obviously right now with corona it's definitely very different because you can't necessarily like charge for a zoom call like that just i mean i guess you could but like i don't know like part, part of me just like feels like that's just not right um and so it's definitely been um it's definitely been a totally different in this situation. Um, but, you know, at the same time, there aren't necessarily training opportunities hitting left and right that I would like necessarily want to be going to anyway. So um, I guess it all works out. But um, yeah, in general, for the most part, kind of just funding my own aspirations through working and um, gain as much to um, pursue them. 
Michelle says her class wants to know why you want to be an astronaut. And I feel like we've, you've hit on so many different things on what you've done, but, and, and you said too, you started at such a young age, maybe that interest of the TV show from the one time we talked to you, but what keeps you wanting to go? Yeah, totally. I mean, when I was younger, it was definitely just like the curiosity of space and, you know, possibly going to Mars and that kind of thing. You know, my dad had mentioned, oh, you know, no one's been to Mars before. And so I was like, oh, you know, what's on Mars? And so why not? Let's go and find out. Um, And so that was kind of my thinking when I was younger. But definitely now it's especially the more that I've learned about space and learned about Mars. um, I've really just understood a lot more about the importance of going to Mars and the benefits and all the benefits that come out of the space industry. And so now my motivation really comes a lot of just wanting to contribute to that in some way, you know, wanting to be a part of that or contribute to something as large as this mission to Mars um, in any way that I can. And so obviously going on, it would be the most cool. Um, So yeah, that's definitely why um, that kind of sticks out. (laughs) Very cool. Um, this one's very interesting. Ishwari, she wants to know, can you give any tips to the teenagers out there who are looking to become astronauts? Your best advice to them? Yeah, totally. So I first say, you know, start figuring out what you would be interested in doing, you know, what kind of career you would want to pursue. So like, what else are you interested in besides, you know, just going to space? You know, what would you like to do in space and research or um, that kind of thing? And then after that, um, kind of like I was saying earlier, just like looking in your local area. But a big thing to add on to that is really just be vocal about your dreams and about your goals, because you never know where those opportunities are going to come from. Um, so, you know, kind of building off of the example earlier, you know, let's say you're interested in robotics and you go to a robotics competition you know tell people they're like oh yeah i'm interested in doing robotics in space and i'm interested in um that area of robotics and um you know you never know someone might know someone who knows someone who works you know wherever and um can kind of help you out in any way you really don't know where those opportunities are going to come from so be excited to tell people about that um and you know at the same time keep keep going for it it is definitely a long road ahead just because you know you do have to pursue the career and then eventually apply as an astronaut but um, it definitely is worth it in the end I would say but definitely just you know keep following that dream um, and don't let anyone take it away from you because I know that you know at three me saying that I want to be an astronaut and go to Mars was about the craziest thing I could have picked because you know Mars wasn't even realistic at that time no one was talking about Mars um, but you know the more I've worked towards it the more it's become a reality so don't necessarily be um, scared away by that. Well, is, uh, is what Matt, is what he's saying true that you're learning Russian as your fifth language? Um, yeah, so Russian would be the next language I'd want to learn. Golly! So I do know four languages, English, French, Spanish, and Mandarin um, that I learned from school. So basically, um, I went to a international immersion school where we took basically all of our subjects in four different languages. Um, And so that honestly had nothing to do with space, surprisingly. Um, (laughs) But basically, since my dad had traveled so much because he was a freelance videographer, um, and so he had traveled all over the world. And so he realized how important languages would have been in his life. So he thought, you know, why don't I get my daughter to learn languages? And so anyway, that's where I ended up going. But Russian is definitely the next one I've tried. Um, I've started a few times and then just kind of like slacked off a little bit it's they're very tough in the pronunciation to be honest i don't really i haven't figured out if my mouth moves like that yet but you know we will. <laughs> oh, Alyssa, you know what they say after the fourth language all the rest are easy okay right come on <laughs> right 
This is an interesting question. If you've ever been in a spaceship, have you ever seen inside um, one? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, of course, there's been loads of mock-ups and things like that. I have seen, I have seen like a space shuttle, like real space shuttles up close. You know, the one at Kennedy is obviously a real space shuttle. Um, but, you know, I remember we got to go, I think it was in Florida, actually. I got to go see Endeavor. It was like parked, like, I guess in the garage, whatever, I guess you would call it, but it was just kind of like hanging out. Um, and so we got to go and like go walk up close to it and go um, see it and stuff. But we didn't necessarily go inside or touch or mess with anything. So I don't necessarily know if I've been like inside of a real one that, that I guess goes a little too far. I don't know if they would just let me walk on in there, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure you'd love to though, right? Right, of course. All right, uh, so Ashley, I want to be respectful of Alyssa's time. And um, did we say we wanted to go until 1230? Yeah, I was just seeing if there was any. So I see, um, I think he has his hand up, but I'm not sure if the question's in the in the chat. It is. It's in the chat. What is this year's space camp going to look like? Yeah, um, I mean, dealing with everything going on. Um, so right now they are currently they are running um, camp at a very low capacity, um, but they are cutting off camp in September. Um, so they are no longer going to be allowed to kind of run camp in that kind of situation um, starting in September. Um, so I think they are still working out if they're going to try to do something digitally or try to do anything else um, to kind of contribute to that anyway. I do know um, that they are kind of running through options right now. So I know that right now they're looking that they have till September to try to figure something out for after September. Um, so I guess we'll see right now. I'm not too sure. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much. And everyone that joined us um, too, just know that Alyssa is all over social media, Instagram, NASA Blueberry, and she's on Facebook <laughs> and she has a website. So there's uh, all kinds of resources that Alyssa yourself that you put out that I think would be great if you're wanting to learn more about space and to keep in touch with Alyssa and see what she's up to. Yeah, totally. Well, good. Well, at this point, we'll uh, we'll say our goodbyes until the next time that we have you on the show. And Alyssa, again, we want to pay you the compliment. Thank you so much for being on the show. I know that you get paid to public publicly speak. Um, so our to bills, us, our bills on the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh, well, it's an honor. It's an absolute honor to be a part of your story, be a part of your journey. So anything that you need from us, please don't ever feel like you're asking of us of anything. Like we want to be a part. So any way that we can support, you've got a whole team right here of people that love and support you. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Well, good. All right, Bye. everybody. Yeah, say your goodbyes. Bye. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit end over here. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all be blessed. Bye, y'all.